Yo, 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 what's up with it, man? This is your boy, Young Rex, and you are tuned in to Rexy T's True Crime Stories, G. And this one here, man, this one, this is Rakim, a.k.a. Red Beezy story. He was from Atlanta, and he was doing this thing with the music. Y'all know I really don't cover, like, celebrities unless it's like some young Dolph type situations or something like that but uh, his name was Raheem man he was from Atlanta and he was you know doing music and he was on his way coming up like he was like I think he like start opening up for rappers and if y'all familiar like with the music scene and if you do music then a lot of people tell you Atlanta is where you go because it's like it's so many opportunities there like you can get discovered by anybody like any anybody who somebody like is either in atlanta or goes through atlanta so it's like if you're familiar with that then you know so when i say he was opening it up for other people and getting his name buzzing and i think when he was seven he was uh he went to showtime at apollo so you know he been like wanting to rap he wasn't on there like you know i just woke up one day and want to be a rapper because i heard the migos you can tell he put a lot of time in his craft and a lot of time in his work ethics he could mix he could master i'm not sure if he could make beats or whatever but i knew for sure he can mix and master and stuff like that um also um you know you know what comes with it like uh if you like i said again if you're familiar with the music scene and the kind of music that he was making um you know we call it drill rap or you know urban hip-hop like that ginger that gucci man trap guy that gen you know like when you rap like that then nine times out of ten it's one or two things you either really live like that, so you got one foot in and one foot out, or you rap about it and people want to see if you really about it. So whatever fake situation you rapping about could turn real, real fast. And we see that with a lot of situations with celebrities, especially rappers, uh, how they get took out, do the rap beef and stuff like that. But see, this is different though, because he he didn't rap beef though. I mean, he was rapping about drinking and smoking niggas and shit like that, but he didn't have beef. That's not like why he left this earth, right? Anyway, um, he had a three-year-old daughter named Angel, man. She was beautiful. Um, so this took place like in 2017. Um, a girl named Sierra Hart, she uh, stayed with her uncle or something like that in Riverdale. And it was two it was two stories that was told you can take your pick on which one you want to believe you already know how i rock i'm gonna go both sides with it and let you pick but the first side was of course business etiquette she was trying to get in the business he was already in the business they linked up started working together in the midst of working together they had a baby and boom like that the other way is what they call it more sinister that she seen him at the club and linked up with him and then drugged him and forced herself on him and got got him pregnant because she wanted that that life you know what i mean not even just necessarily with him i just think he was the victim but i think she wanted that life and we already know we can play devil's advocate we cannot address the elephant in the room but we know 
a lot of these women get that see that opportunity and they think they see that as an escape route so you know if i give get this man pregnant with my baby then i'm straight you know what i mean as long as he getting money i'm getting money you know you got people like that that was the sinister side of it the reason i'm going more with the sinister side of it because as the story goes you'll be able to see why so now on one day the police is being called to this house in Atlanta or like right outside Atlanta and when they show up to the house they see Raheem aka Red Beezy dead like stabbed up bloody face shot in the head shot everywhere dead but that that's not like why they was going to his house though that's the crazy thing right before i think like around 10 30 ish uh 10 o'clock 10 30 ish that police had received a call from a neighbor like a house or two over that was saying man y'all need to get here i got a story for y'all so as the police pull up to that neighbor house that's two houses down you got sierra harp there bloody sliced up just in a self-defense manner just picture a self-defense manner so you got her right there, not talking, can't talk. I guess she's in shock or whatever the situation is. You got three-year-old Angel right here. And of course, she's not saying nothing. Then you have this neighbor. So as the police is asking Sierra these questions, she's not responding. She's not coherent. She's in shock. She's not saying anything. She can't even tell them that her name. Luckily, either the neighbor already knew who she was or she talked to the neighbor before she even got there. And, you know, so the neighbor was able to give out that information on everything that took place. So, according to the neighbor, Sierra says that she was over there with Raheem. Uh, he started to do drugs like tabs, exos, lean weed. And she said normally when he get on these drugs, then he becomes aggressive and violent. So, she was begging him not to do it. They start fighting. She always had a pocket knife on her that she always carried around. And you will find out later on that that was a fact. Um, so I guess once she tried to use it, he got it from her and went to stabbing her. And now there's blood all over her face. And she couldn't see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going too far. I'm going too fast. Hold on. Let's rewind. So the neighbor just kind of tells the police her name and... Uh, a brief situation of what happened there's somebody over there in that house that she was fighting that did that to her so they take Sierra down Sierra aims her down to the station and then they go over to Raheem house well they're getting ready to go erase like they're looking at Sierra they see uh, defensive wounds on her and you know stab wounds on her so they going guns drawn ready to arrest this man as they storm in the house and bust through the door they see him on the ground dead with blood all over him stab wounds and and gunshot wounds so now what they got her down at the station she down at the station i guess she didn't calm down or whatever the situation was and she's telling her story now we can go back to where i was she was saying like he was doing the drugs he'd be tweaking she was trying to tell him not to do it uh they start arguing he took the knife that she have on her start slashing her she couldn't see but she know he always got a gun on his person some kind of way she got that and just started firing wildly 
and hit them. Now, this is where everything starts to change because, of course, right off the back, everybody instantly just started going for, of course, uh, Raheem. Oh, yeah, he's abusive. This, this happened, that happened. Woo, woo, woo. Raheem was already hip to this. Apparently, they done been through this before. Apparently, he knows how she operates. So whenever he broke free at whatever time that he had broke free or however that situation took place, he broke free and went into the restroom and started recording his phone. And when the camera started, I'm pretty sure you can't find it, but if you guys good with the internet and good at moving around and, you know, getting through things, you can find this video. It's a 13 minute long video and it got several like pauses or blackouts and comebacks. But it's a 13-minute video, and when the video comes on, you can see Raheem face bloody, looking beat up, and he's telling the camera, Sierra's done this to me. If I die, Sierra, she stabbed me up. And as he's talking to the camera, Sierra busts in the, in the bathroom. And it's either I don't know if she realized he was recording at first or she just didn't give a fuck. But she's talking shit and she standing right over him and she's boom. She shoots him and stands over him and she's yelling at him and cussing at him. And you can hear him on the ground like gasping for air. He's like, he's like, can I please like hug my daughter one last time by the way three-year-old angel is right here watching this whole shaboom unfold like just sitting here watching it and he's asking her as he's laying on the ground taking his last breaths if he could at least hug his daughter one last time and she said you can crawl over to her and hug her and as this man started to crawl over to his daughter to hug her she shot him two more times in the back of the head on this video um cause I think he was saying some shit like you know you're gonna go to jail woo woo and she was like I don't give a fuck like it's worth it blaje blaje so in this video the police is they see that she was wearing shorts when she got when they got to her that night, she didn't have on shorts. <laughs> but they see that she was wearing shorts. And not only was she wearing shorts, there was not one knife wound applied to her legs as they're watching the video. They call her in, let her watch the video just to get a reaction out of her. And she's still, still going, saying, no, it's self-defense. No, it's self-defense. It was something about a gathering or something. I think I kind of like skimmed over that part. I didn't know if it was like when I was reading it. I, I don't know if I just thought it was just like different people talking or whatever. So I really just didn't pay no attention to it. But as I caught the end of it and it was too late to try to go back. But I had caught the end of what he was saying and he was, and he was saying, uh, he was saying that they had friends over 
not Raheem, but one of the friends that was over was like they were over him and another friend and that Raheem and Sierra had went to the back, but everything was cool. Like everybody was drinking, everybody was hanging out, everybody was enjoying themselves. So this right now, or this right here, I already contradict, oh, he was getting on this drug, that drug, this drug, and he goes crazy when he gets on those drugs and he abuses me. But this friend is saying everybody was drinking and having a good time. It was like a kickback. If y'all don't know what a kickback is, that's like when you get with some of your friends and you just sitting around the house drinking, smoking, playing games, eating, stuff like that. Not just necessarily a party, but when you just got a couple of your closest friends come by for a couple of hours and y'all just drink, play games and stuff. So it sounded like they was doing that. And the friend said that they had slid off in the back room. And, you know, they could hear, like, little arguing or little words but it wasn't to the point where it felt like they had to go in and intervene and then he also said like he didn't want to involve himself and it didn't sound like it was that serious it sounded like it would blow over so after showing sierra this video and she's studying saying that it's like <laughs> self-defense they go ahead and lock her up and now words out and um now her mom Sierra's mom and this is where it gets funny because normally when this case is like this and the shoes on this foot and it gets switched to that foot it's always the parents that's trying to tell the jury how their child is how good they are and they're really not like this and I never would have seen this and they don't act like this but it was the complete opposite her mama was saying she needs to get a point where she can't have any more kids just in case she accidentally get out she don't need to have no more kids because she's not she's not capable of taking care of kids like it was also said that raheem had already got full custody she signed it and everything weeks prior to this situation happening of him having full custody of their three-year-old daughter angel so that kind of just corresponds with what the mom's saying about she's not even fit to raise a child so she should be snipped and not be able to have kids period and she said that she's been a troublemaker and she has a long history of things like this and guess what guess what guess what that knife she used to have a knife like that in school and she got kicked out of school for stabbing a student over a guy in school so she's been carrying that knife so those are all facts and it said that he was already done he was like i'm done it's too much it's too toxic I want custody of the kid and I'm moving on. And she didn't want to allow it. So she made made it as if, cause you're like, okay, if he wanted custody, he wanted to move on and he didn't want nothing to do with it. Then why are they staying together? Why is she over there? If you know, you can't play both sides, but it was said that she came up with this story that her uncle had put her out and she had nowhere to go with the three-year-old baby. And you know, of course, if Raheem has a whole house to itself and his baby mama and child is put out on the street, you're going to let them come in. You're going to let them come in. So that was her way. And this manipulation. A lot of people say that when you're controlling, when you're jealous, manipulation, all that runs in the same category. So what I'm talking about seconds after he agreed for her and three-year-old Angel to move in because they had nowhere to go, like instantly, jealousy, controlling, arguments, everything just started right off the rip. His mom was like, I'm not saying that he's a perfect person, but I know he didn't do this. He haven't laid one finger on a woman all his life. That 
that girl was the one that was toxic. He used to tell me about her. If my son was wrong, I would say he was wrong. But I'm telling you, and 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 when her mom agreed, it was it was like the icing on the cake. And then once you go and do your research on past history, her stabbing a kid in school and she got false allegations on a neighbor and a teacher that they tried to sexually harass her, but those charges didn't stand up. So it's like you got a long history of like just putting people in this bind and like lying your way out of it. But I just feel like this time she might have went too far. And I feel like if he wouldn't have never recorded that or if he wouldn't have never started recording, and, and I don't think it was live neither. I think it was just like a video on his phone. If he wouldn't have never did that, like, I think everything would have been on him. And a lot of times, I think it's a couple of people I know, uh, not that I know, but I've heard of that done that. Like when a situation get ready to break out and they know that they're a public figure or they know that, you know what I mean? It's a history of this, like, they'll break out the camera and record. And nine times out of 10, when that person knows you record, they get 10 times madder. But if they don't know, you know what I mean? It's kind of like for your safety. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's how, that's exactly how this case played out. Just think of how they would have painted him, a rapper, the things he rapped about. Now she's all sliced up and saying this happened and then self-defense. Eventually they would have just got blue under the rug. Eventually, I would have just got gone to a rapper, got too much money, thought he was all that, beat his wife, she killed him in self-defense, boom, next case. But the fact that he recorded it, it put everything she said and it let everybody, let the uh, police know that everything she said out her mouth was a lie. So, you know, I just, I'm just glad that he had the, 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 the mindset to still think, let me record this. He still had the mindset to think, there's no way I don't want this put on me even if I die. I don't want this on me, let alone me being in jail if I make it. He figured, he thought, let me pull out my camera and record. And I think that that was the smartest thing that could ever happen in this case. Cause I feel like if that wouldn't have happened, it would have been a whole nother story. I would have been covering right now. A whole nother story. But I do send my condolences to his mom and his family and to the three-year-old daughter, Angel, because now she don't have a mother or a father. And I feel like in this world and time, I know you can feel like you attached to people with soul ties and having sex and still playing back and forth on that fence. Because I'm not just going to make it like here, Angel. He probably did creep through there a couple of times on a late night or whatever but it's those kind of soul ties that make a person feel that they bonded to you and feel that they have that upper advantage over you or feel like they could they get this you know they get special treatment and stuff so it's like another sad situation um RP to that man because it's not that many fathers that that's for one doing music and actually doing what they love to dream and then on top of that taking care of their kids and taking them all the way full custody all the way with it so I mean congratulations to that I'm I'm sad that I, that he didn't get to see his um he didn't get to see his career progress he didn't get to see his he's he not gonna get to see his daughter grow and it's just sad that some people don't like to believe that men can be abused too. Men can be stalked too. 
man could be the victim too. And a lot of times we become the victim because you got two sets of men. You got men that care so much and got so much respect for women that instead of hurting you, they try to reason with you so much until they can't reason with you no more. And then you got the ones that just don't give a fuck. You're not doing that. When it's done, it's done. When it's OV, it's OV. You know? So, but the ones that don't want to hurt you or just got that heart and that respect for women in general, they try to, instead of just saying, yeah, fuck you, get out of my life, they try to ease you on off. They try to be as cordial as possible so you can just venture on off. But in, in reality, what that's doing, that's making that the the significant other thing that they still have a chance or they still got a they still got a spot in your heart. So sometimes it's better to just nip it, regardless if it hurt, if it don't hurt, if it you know what I mean, if it's gonna take months, if it's gonna take years, days, just nip it, nip it because situations like this happen, and then it's like I don't want to say I know that he was going over there on sneaker links and late nights and stuff like that or telling her to come over but i know it was some kind of relationship for him to say for her to say i just got kicked out me and your daughter and him to say okay come on and move right in y'all had some kind of communication going on as some kind of way whether it was co-parenting or you know just uh you still my baby dad you still my baby mama so we do 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 type shit however it was you had something that you was doing and it's like you trying to honor that and you trying to respect that but some people got different intentions and different motives so i mean my condolences goes out and sierra ended up getting like 125 years for this beat i think she should have got the death penalty because i'm like the fact that you did it in front of your daughter you gave no fucks he asked you, could he hug her one last time? So just imagine you crawling over to your daughter and she looking at you like getting ready to hug you and then your mama just come bust his ass in the back of the head. That's different. I don't know, man. Again, this is Rexy T's True Crime Stories. This is Raheem, a.k.a. Red Beezy Story, man. Y'all make sure y'all keep listening. I appreciate everybody that's listening over the all over the country. Everybody that's listening on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Beaker, anything. Anywhere that y'all listening to this podcast, and I, I thank y'all. I thank you for the streams that I'm getting. Um, man, y'all just talk to me. Let me know what y'all think. Keep this going. I got a YouTube channel. Rexy T's True Crimes Stories on YouTube. Go check out those videos I got over there. And let's just go, man. Let's go. Rexy T, I'm out.